Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. You're listening to the Hometime Show on Absolute Radio. The soundtrack to sweating cobs on a Thursday. And I do hope you're sweating well. Do let me know what kind of sweat you've got going on right now. Map of the Indian subcontinent on your back. Stigmata under your pits, bag of livers. Let me know, 8, 12, 15. Uh, so as I said at the start of the show, I'm a man down this evening. We are a man down. Richie is off sick. God bless him. He's got the lurgy. Uh, yesterday he was telling us that his little lad Rocco wasn't very well. And now Richie and his wife Natalie have got it as well. Uh, but Rocco is now better, which is like the worst possible combination. So he's rocking around and those two look like something out of a Greek tragedy. Uh, so we send them our love and wishes and everything as well. But here's where you guys come in. I need your moral support uh, on this show because, you know, we're one big family and we all pull together. And if, you know, say there's a, a link in the chain that's not working, we, we get tougher, the bond connects between us and, and we make things happen. Basically, what I'm saying is you are all my Richies. So tweet me a photo of you with the hashtag I am Richie, hashtag I am Richie, and producer Adem, who sat across me now, will superimpose Richie's face on you tonight on the show. Uh, they're coming in already. Make sure you tweet them at Absolute Radio, hashtag I'm Richie. Whatever you're up to, whether you're still at work, walking back, uh, already in the pub, uh, send us a photo of yourself. And uh, the ones that are coming in are superb. It's like a South Coast version of an Aphex Twin video. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Ian says, talk about sweating. I've just finished the company barbecue, American company, 4th of July, manager's appreciation of staff, barbecuing in the sunshine from 6am until 4 o'clock this afternoon. 120 burgers, 200 sausages, 100 pieces of chicken, and stuff for our vegan friends. You can tell he's spitting as he's saying that hot sweaty journey now on the M25 I bet you smell like a butcher's back room that's a nightmare isn't it if you've been sweating today let us know uh, meanwhile we're a Richie down Richie's not very well he's off the show I'm flying solo but I said earlier on you are all my Richies I need you to step up and be my Richie my wingman my wingwoman whatever this evening you need to, to uh, tweet me a photo of you doing whatever you're up to little photo to at Absolute Radio and we will superimpose Richie's face on you and make sure you use the hashtag I am Richie hi to Simon Hayworth who uh, Looks like Hulk Hogan sat in his car. Paul Coombs is in a mankini in a country kitchen. Explain that one. And thanks to Tricky sending a photo of him in a Batman outfit. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Man down tonight, Richie Furpis off poorly, so I'm asking you to tweet me a photo of yourself with the hashtag I am Richie. Uh, and producer Idem is doing a sterling job superimposing Richie's face onto your pictures. If you've got even five minutes, I urge you, have a look on Twitter at Absolute Radio. They're absolute stormers if you need cheering up on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, can I just use this point whilst I've got you? Just ask a really quick question. Uh, and it's this, like, do you ever recall something in front of other people and, and it's something from your memory and you think, oh, I remember that, and then no one else knows what you're talking about? Uh, we were chatting before the show last week uh, and I was chatting to Richie and we were just talking about the cinema and... Uh, you know, going to the cinema, flying, going on holiday, all the old school stuff you used to do back in the day uh, when you were carefree and your parents sorted it out for you. Uh, and I said to him, oh, do you remember when you used to have to phone up and confirm your holiday, confirm your flight? Like, I, I specifically remember being on holiday with my parents in like Falaraki roads or whatever. My dad had to go to a phone box and phone up and confirm that we were getting the Air 2000 or whatever it was uh, flight back to Bristol Airport. 
Uh, and everyone looked like looked to me like I'd absolutely lost the plot. So let's just put this to bed. We're going to put four minutes on it until half past four. Uh, if no one comes in and says, I remember that, then I promise you I'll never mention it ever again. Phone in to confirm your flight, 8.12.15. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute radio. Playing you this song if you've got your big coat on today. Always one, isn't there? It's the Hometime Show. Piping quality music onto your drive home. Asking if, just as an aside, is confirming flights back in the day a thing? Or was my dad on the phone to somebody else that we didn't know about when we were in Falaraki in the early 80s? Uh, Phil says, I did confirm flights a few times, but I am a codger aged 58. You having that 58 years old makes you... When, at what point do you become a codger? Uh, Andy, oh, we've got Andy on the line now. Right, this is, could be interesting. We've got Andy's phone in. Andy, do you remember confirming flights before you got on them? No, I don't know, but <sighs> I, what, I, what I thought of... No, I don't remember doing that. It was just literally booking over uh, CFAX and then just getting... <laughs> I can't remember even how I even got the confirmation. We just rocked up and that was it. Yeah, amazing thing. Uh, we've done a C. I remember doing a Steefax holiday uh, back in the day, and yeah. you, you, you're not sure even what you're getting. You don't even see a picture of it. No, exactly. You don't see a picture. You just say, "I'm going to Ibiza. Great, we book it, and that's it." <laughs> and, we, and we rock up and take a chance. But it worked out perfectly. We're banging in the middle of San Antonio and cracking two week holiday. There you go, simpler times. Although we've got a bit of confirmation here from Ollie, uh, who's blazing and sunbathing in Wakefield. He says, Bush, I remember my Uncle Jeff calling to confirm our flights to Tunisia when I was younger. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So part and parcel of having young kids is watching weird telly that you don't want to at ungodly hours of the day. And you're tired, you're a captive audience. Uh, my daughter gets up at half five, stroke six o'clock. Sometimes I watch TV before CBB starts. And that's like, you know these kind of animals you see at the bottom of the Mariana Trench where no submarine has gone before, there's no light? That's the kind of weirdness of telly that you get at that time in the morning. Uh, there's a programme that I kind of get a bit obsessed with, and that's In the Night Garden. I don't know if you're aware of that. It's like this kind of uh, BBC CBB's stalwart in the night garden full of really weird, trippy characters. Uh, one in particular, uh, well, there's three of them. They're called the Tombly Boos. They're like, uh, bear with me on this, three cuddly sponge babies that live in a hedge. It's, like I say, it's pretty weird. They're cute in that, but their song really winds me up and I get quite into a rage about it. Uh, the reason I don't like the, the, the Tombly Boos song, and like I say, do bear with me on this, is that I believe that whoever's written the song, it's only four lines, but the last line is just a massive cop-out, almost like they couldn't be bothered. Uh, here's the song, right? Just listen to the final line and see if it winds you up as much as it winds me up. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, knock on the door. Fair enough. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, sit on the floor. Good rhyme so far. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, here is my nose. Yeah. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. It's like as if you couldn't be bothered to write the final line. Well, that's how it goes. We can do better than that. I genuinely think they're selling a generation of kids short with this kind of tut being on the TV at the moment. That's how it goes. Surely you can come up with a better rhyme that ends with nose and make this song the, the great song it should be. 8, 12, 15. Don't let this opportunity slip through your fingers. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So, look, I don't know how we've quite got onto this topic, but 
Just getting quite wound up by how bad the rhyming is in the Tombly Booze song in In the Night Garden. Bear with me on this, because, like I say, this is for the children. This is not just about nitpicking on a children's CBeebies programme. This is that kids... I want kids to get the right kind of rhymes in their life at an early age. Listen to the final line in the Tombly Booze song. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, knock on the door. Fine. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, sit on the floor. They do. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, here is my nose. Yes. Omlyboo, Tomlyboo, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Literally couldn't be bothered to write the final line of the song, and I think he's cheating all of us. Been asking you to try and rhyme with uh, nose, see if you can come up with something a bit better. Now strike a pose, says someone. That's pretty good. Uh, Jeff the Lion says, touch your nose. Who's your daddy? Nobody knows. Thank you very much. Undercurrent of slightly weird family problems there. And Ian in Blockswitch has ruined it for everybody by saying, Omli Boo, Tombly Boo, please suck my toes. Thanks very much for that. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little else. Terms and conditions apply. Happy Independence Day to our American listening folk listening right now. Uh, we had a lovely uh, American family, our friends, the Fordhams, staying with us in the on sea for the past week. Uh, Paul and Heather and their two little lads, Charlie and Asa James. Asa James, what a cracking name. And the reason I love Asa James so much is that he has a very cool, don't care what anyone else thinks about it breakfast because I was making breakfast for him in the morning like I said earlier on up dead early with our nine month old and what he has is a bowl of Cheerios completely dry with a spoon in and then he has a glass of milk on the side so what he does he puts the Cheerios in his mouth dry and then kind of adds milk as he goes by drinking it out of the glass and you know what? I kind of admire that because so often you just have to conform with the way not only food is done like everyone else does it or the instructions on the back but in terms of society itself and I don't just mean food I mean anything so I just want to put out a little call this evening if you do something that essentially says I like this the way I like it and I'm not changing I don't care what anyone else says a little bit like Asa James there with his Cheerios and milk on the side get in touch with the show tonight 8 12 15 Meanwhile, let's end with the song of the night so far here on the Absolute Radio 90s. Turn it up. It's the Stone Roses. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. So if you do something that kind of says, I like things the way I like them and I'm not changing, maybe even slightly high maintenance, but you don't care, I want to hear from you this evening. Uh, after the little lad, the son of my friends Paul and Heather have been staying with us. Uh, I love the fact that for breakfast he has, and this is very specific, he has a bowl of dry Cheerios with a spoon in and then he has the milk on the side in a kind of glass little jug thing that he drinks the milk and then adds the Cheerios in his mouth. He mixes it in his mouth in many ways. Uh, so that's kind of cool. What do you do? Simon and Devon says, guys, I'm partial to a nice croissant but uh, I bus- isn't buttering them a faff? I've discovered that a knob of butter melted in a mug in the microwave is the answer. Dip dip the croissant straight in mm, butter he said do you know what to be honest with you uh, that kind of behaviour would get you on a ducking stool for less than that in the 1600s if you do something along similar lines we want to hear from you 8, 12, 15 we've got Aerosmith next Home time with Bush and Richie with Tesco Mobile Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile so use them to lower your monthly phone bill Tesco Mobile every little helps terms and conditions apply after the little son of our good friends has Cheerios in a bowl and milk in a glass on the side for breakfast, and I respect him for that. He likes things the way he likes them. So if you do something where you just have them the way you want them and you don't care what other people think, I want to hear from you on the show tonight, 8, 12, 15. Some weird stuff coming in. Helen from Stevenage says, I get a packet of beef hula hoops and slice of cheddar, and I push the hula hoops into the cheese to create, and this is a horrible phrase, a cheesy centre. 
Uh, weirdo. Nat says prawn crackers with uh, Nutella. Freudian slip there. And going to KFC just buying the gravy. And I'm not even sorry. Listen to some of this stuff. Uh, we've got Nick on the line right now. Uh, Nick, your girlfriend has a go at you for the way you eat something. Please explain. Uh, basically, every time I go to eat a cheese thing, I just chomp on it as you do. And then uh, she always calls me weird. She even put it on Facebook about it. She says that you have to peel it, that you can't <laughs> eat it properly. So your girlfriend thinks you're weird for eating a cheese string, like you just chomp straight down on it, you don't peel each individual bit off, which I guess is how you're supposed to eat them, but you don't care it goes down in one go like a banana. Oh, he does that, yeah. And you're not bothered by it? What, what, does this affect your relationship? How, how does this make you feel? Um, no, not really. She just calls me weird every time it happens, but I don't change the way I do it. Good for you, you stick to your guns. And when she's put it on Facebook to mock you, Nick from Dartford, what what, what happens then? Do your friends, like, you know, defend you, or what happens? Uh, no, not really. Everyone just jumps in the bum right and calls oh. me weird. This is like yeah, a cry, for, cry for help. I'm not the only one. You think there are other people out there, maybe, that eat cheese strings all in one go without peeling them? Must be. I can't be the only one. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. People talking about how they like things the way they like them and they don't care what other people think. Dale the Carpet Fitter says, I also eat a whole cheese string in one go. It's the best way. Backing up Nick from Dartford, who was on the phone earlier on. Uh, just a few other weirdos to deal with. Caff in Manchester says, I love minestrone soup, but I hate peas, and I will stand there and remove each and every one of them before I cook it. That If you saw someone in your family doing that, you'd have to have an intervention. Marcus says, sauceless pizzas from Domino's are great. Friends have commented how it's, he's putting inverted commas, not as bad as they thought. Sauceless pizzas. Seriously, Marcus. And Bryony says, hi, Bush, I arrange all the apps on my phone in colour folders. Each folder is named a colour, like blue, and inside I will find Twitter, for example, and Facebook and PayPal, because they're all blue. And I'm not ashamed. If your behaviour borders anything like this, we need to hear from you this evening, 8, 12, 15. Uh, not only have we got the killers on the way next, but your chance to win your way to the amazing Cool Britannia Festival thanks to 10 weeks of tickets. cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little else. Terms and conditions apply. So 10 Weeks of Tickets continues and all this week we're giving away tickets to the Cool Britannia Festival in Nebworth Park. Playing at the weekend are going to be James, Embrace, The Coral, Fun Loving Criminals and loads more. Pretty much the indie disco on stage which will be ace. All you need to do is take part in our little game we call Who Claims Wins. And let's meet our first contestant who's called Keith. Are you sweating cobs where you are, Keith? Oh, how you doing? I'm I'm all good. I'm uh, in Collindale in Northwest London. Okay, and you keeping it like nice and cool? Are you work in a cool environment or not? Uh, no, I'm I'm working a building site, so it's hot and sweaty and horrible. But is that but, not? You know, surely you in a building build site, you can derobe somewhat. You're allowed to just swan around in a pair of shorts, budgie smugglers. Not allowed shorts. Not allowed shorts. What? Allowed what? No, no, not at all. Oh, and just a quick one. Yeah. Because your um, night garden comments earlier. Yeah. What is up with Upsy Daisy? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, let's not let's not even get started on that, Keith. You stay there, fella. Uh, it's almost like we've got um, like two fifths of boys on here because Keith's on one line, Ronan on the other. Hi, Ronan. Hey, how are you doing, mate? Good to have you on board. Where are you calling from? Uh, Bishop Stortford, but usually from Stevenage. Fantastic. Where are you from originally? With that fantastic accent, Israel. Oh, superb, superb. Yeah, well, listen, there you go. Uh, are you feeling confident today? Feeling lucky? Yeah. Uh, 
Maybe. <laughs> so, uh, and in terms of the heat, you, you being from Israel, you're probably all right with this kind of stuff. This is nothing for you. Yeah, this is winter, yeah. <laughs> this is winter. Yeah. Good advice for all of us. Now, listen, uh, we're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. And, Keith, you will have to say how many answers you can give in 30 seconds. Ronan, again, this is like a, bro- a, bo- a boy's own briefing going on here. Uh, you'll then have the opportunity to claim you think you can name more or less than Keith. Whoever thinks they can claim more will have 30 seconds to do just that. If that player manages it, then they win the tickets. If they don't, they will lose the tickets to the other player. So now we know what we're doing. Let's play Who Claims Wins and put this question to Keith. Keith, how okay. many European capital cities do you think you can name in 30 seconds? And we're classing the United Kingdom as one. Um, I reckon I can do uh, at least eight. At least eight. Strong start. Let's go over uh, to Ronan then. Ronan, do you think you can uh, name more or do you want to challenge Keith to back up his claim? No, nine. You're going to go nine. Back to Keith. Can you beat nine? Um, You know what? I think I'm going to let him play it. You can let him go for it. Right, here we go then. European capital cities in 30 seconds, Ronan. Best of luck. Here we go. All right. um, uh, Warsaw, London, Paris, Munich... Uh, Brussels, um, um, Dublin, um, uh, Moscow, uh, Prague, um, uh, Budapest, Bucharest, um, Vienna. um, uh, Who else we got? Um, uh, uh, Copenhagen. Oh, just out of time there, fella. Well, let's find out from uh, at producer Adem, our adjudicator, how you get on. And like I said before in this competition, you might be shouting them in the car, but when you're on the spot on the radio, it's incredibly difficult. I couldn't even tell you what I've had for breakfast when I have to get put on the spot in this thing. He got 10, which means congratulations. You are going to the Cool Britannia Festival. Congratulations, oh, cool. Ronan. Thank you. Amazing. All right, nice one. Good lad. Listen, have uh, a brilliant rest of your Thursday evening. Stay on the line. We're going to speak to you in a second. Uh, commiserations to Keith. It's just how it is. That's how it goes if, if you're a Tombly boot. Uh, listen, we have more opportunities to play Who Claims Wins tomorrow to see the likes of James, Echo Belly, Dodgy, The Farm and more. If you want to play tomorrow on this show, all you got to do is call us now on 0330 123 1215. That's 0330 123 1215. We'll keep the lines open for five minutes until 5.56. And tomorrow morning, Dave Berry could be sending you to see The Mighty Cure. And it's all thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets. Turn this up. It's a great track. It's dodgy. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. Into the third hour of the show, Blur, Cracker of a Star. It's Beetlebub. Hometime Andy Bush here, all on his Todd Richie off-field today. Hope he's feeling better. Hopefully should have him back and match fit tomorrow for the jukebox. So as you all know, Richie and I have provisionally booked a leisure centre on July the 17th, dead early in the morning. We're putting on a game specifically for people like us who can't play five-a-side football anymore because life and kids and stuff gets in the way. You have that kind of situation? Well, this is perfect for you. The lovely people that play football have lent us a pitch in Whitechapel. Wednesday the 17th of July, we'd love for you to be there. It's going to be ace. They've got the very best 3G football pitches right now across London. They have perfect venues for your football corporate event. Head online to find out more. So we're going to be playing on, if I can sound like Harry Redknapp, a top, top surface when we do it. And you can go online and and sign up for it, absoluteradio.co.uk. So the names for our teams, I'm putting out a team, Richie's putting out a team. Those names are currently uh, being looked at and decided. You gave us some brilliant suggestions. 
suggestions yesterday. And now we're starting to get into that stage where we're adding the extra bits that's going to take the whole event to the next level. I'm going to play a little bit of music that will make any Evertonian sit up and sniff the air like a meerkat. And say that it is an honour to welcome to the show... Graham White uh, has what I believe to be the best job in the entire world. We've got Graham on the line. Uh, Graham, good to have you on. Tell everybody what you do. I get to announce the teams at Everton Football Club on a match day. So in front of 39,000 football fans, I am the voice of Goodison Park. What an amazing thing to, to do, to say that you've done. How long have you done it for, Graham? Oh, I've been doing it for four years. But a few years before that, I was the number two. Got the big gig, 2015. And uh, away we go, and it's great. What a job. I get to sit in the dugout, get to announce the teams, and uh, the goal scorers for Everton. So, me, me and my brother Simon, who are obviously both big Everton fans, we, we are a bit obsessed with you in that if we ever watch Match of the Day or there's a match <laughs> of Goodison, we try and look out for you. Because you normally sat just behind Marco Silva in the, in the corner there, aren't you? Yeah, the amount of times I've had text messages saying, uh, you're on TV, <laughs> you've been seen on TV. How many chins are you displaying on TV? Yeah, I'm lucky I sit in between both teams. So the away team to my left, the home team to my right, Marco Silva, the Everton manager. I'm normally seen just behind him. It's not a bad seat, to be fair. No, absolutely. It's fantastic. And could you do us just an example, maybe a match substitution that you might do at Goodison Park? Yeah, for example, if we did something like substitution for Everton, please show your appreciation for number 10, Gilfie Sigurdsson, to be replaced by number 31, Adam Ola Luckman. I almost want to get up and cheer. And maybe a goal time? Let's have a goal time, Graham. A goal timer, a goal scorer for Everton, number 10, Gilfie Sigurdsson in the 83rd minute. Just how we like it. Well, listen, Graham, um, so we are putting together the kind of framework uh, of this kind of early doors five-a-side football match uh, on the Home Time Show. You've got a very kind offer. Uh, tell us what you have kindly offered to do. Well, I'm more than happy to announce the teams for you, mate. There's no problems at all. A Premier League stadium announcer. I think it's only fitting that you've obviously, you as an Evertonian, would want the, the home team announcer to be there announcing the team. So I'm up for it if you'll have me. Oh, that would be amazing. And I think you being an Everton fan as well, obviously I'm, I'm working for Everton Football Club, it might just give me the edge over Richie Firth. What do you reckon? Well, that's what I'm hoping for, mate. I mean, I've, I've always got to help the fellow Evertonian, the blue like you are. Big blue, been watching the blue for many years. So if I can offer my services to announce your team, and uh, I probably would do the other side a little bit less yeah. than I would the other uh, side. <laughs> a bit lacklustre. Superb. Graham, thank you so much. It's a deal. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. As I mentioned kind of at the start of the show, uh, we've had friends staying with us this week. Uh, my good friend Paul and his family. Uh, Paul Fordham, I grew up with him in Torquay down in Devon back in the day and we're just reminiscing over a beer on uh, Tuesday night and uh, we recalled that uh, I still can't believe this that when we were 12 uh, me and my brother used to make uh, my brother Simon we used to make our mum and dad meet us at the R Price in Torquay next to the NCP car park after we'd spent a day in town on Saturday because we didn't want to be seen in town with them how bad is that we didn't want to be seen walking around with our own parents so we would make, make like to meet them at a pre-arranged location this was in the era before mobile phones phones as well so it's not like you can text them and say actually mum and dad we're going to be another 20 minutes it was like no you you literally go nowhere near us and we will meet you at our price at half four then we'll get in the car and we'll drive home together and, and you think like the parents have put you know a, a roof over our heads and looked after us and clothed us and all that kind of thing and you turn around and you dish that back to them it's like slap in the face and it's concerning me more now because obviously uh, my eldest daughter's nine and I'm just starting to get those little tremors of her being slightly ashamed of me a couple of rules like no singing outside of the house that's a big 
big rule we've got at the moment for me. Uh, and doing the thing now where she hugs me outside the schoolyard, and then when I go in and she stands in the line, I have to stand there like a stranger and we don't really speak to each other. So, look, I just want to hear from you this evening if you were ashamed of your parents and made them do bad stuff, or if you're a parent and your kids are currently ashamed of you, let me know. 8 12 15. Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Playing that for you if you're having a shandy, you've deserved it. It's home time, absolutely ready on a Thursday night with the Beach Boys. So just been talking about, uh, I'm quite embarrassed by this, making my parents, when we were 12, meet us at the R Price by the car park in Torquay because we didn't want to be seen walking around town with them, which is terrible. Isn't that terrible to be ashamed of your parents? Well, we get on great. It's brilliant. We have, a, we have a great relationship with our parents, but you go for that awkward age of like 10 to 13 or whatever, and you're mortified by everything. So have you ever been ashamed of your parents? Or if you're a parent, are your kids ashamed of you? What's the story? Uh, Tracy says, I used to make my mum park around the corner whenever she collected me from anywhere. Isn't that terrible, Imagine being the mum there. Chris Watts says, it's every dad's duty to be embarrassing. Mine drove a Reliant three-wheeler. That would, You'd have to make him park a couple of miles away with that one and maybe change buses a few times to throw people off the scent. And hi to Simon Carr. He says, my 14-year-old turns down my music when I pull into the school park, car park. I never thought I would ever see the day when I have the stone roses turned down on my stereo by someone young. What the hell is all that about? Home time with Bush and Richie. Club card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. It's the podcast has officially come to an end. 